Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Praise be to God. We're back. This is Sister On You Stay. And this is Sister Veritas. And we are here, yeah, taking another swing here, another episode with Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life. And this one's called Drawing Closer to God. Okay, I really like that. Yeah. Like drawing closer to anything is kind of exciting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like drawing closer to another person in a relationship or like drawing closer to graduation. Yeah. Or drawing closer to ice cream shop. It's you know, I was I was actually thinking of the same thing. Like when you're waiting in line and you're like, hmm, I can't wait for that crunch coat all over my you know, vanilla soft serve. Love soft serve. It's my fave. Yeah, it's kind of a... Well, one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or even actually, the whole like culture of pilgrimage, and mm-hmm. I'm sure we've talked about this before, but drawing closer to God, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we're seeking in mm-hmm. pilgrimage. Um, and yet in pilgrimage, it's often that you find it's this way, it's that way, it's every way. And nothing and everything that you expected happens <laughs> all at the same time. Yes, Usually happens when you're closely pressed in a crowd to people. <laughs> like that's my experience of like World Youth Days. Yeah. It's just like I've never been so close to so many people for so long. Yeah. And you're just you're like a sardine and you yep. have to hold on to your team members' backpack so you don't get separated. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or even I was um I had the joy of volunteering. Um, me and a bunch of my friends, and this is uh after college, we decided um that we wanted to volunteer at World Youth Day in Cologne. Cool. And so there's like five or six of us and we went over and uh, landed in Cologne. And again, like World Youth Day is, is wonderful because everyone does their best to organize it, but then you just kind of kind of let things just happen. Right. And so as volunteers, like we kind of were slipping through the cracks. Like, so at one point uh, we were matched with like this Mod Podge group of like Germans and people from the Czech Republic and like this, just a big mixed group, which was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And we we're all quote unquote English speaking, um, some second language, some a first language. And so at one point we were assigned to go and uh, help out the pilgrims who were walking from point A to point B to get to the big site where the big mass is going to happen. And uh, we missed the first bus. And so the Germans were like, you know what? Let's just go get some drinks while we wait for the second <laughs> bus. And actually how powerful, I'll never forget that conversation. Like they wanted to share their culture with us. Wow. Um, and German beer is amazing. <laughs> I believe. And and yet also the conversation we shared, you know, that who could have guessed that, you know, 60 years after World War II, Americans and Germans would be sitting, mm-hmm. um, sharing drinks and, and actually one mind, one heart in love and a real experience of family in faith and encouraging each other in life and on the pilgrimage of life. Um, so we went forth from that. And uh, so you would have thought that was a wayward path, but no, it was like, it was into the heart actually of what God wanted for us and the graces of that trip. That's and awesome. then they dropped us off. They had us in like this paddy wagon, German <laughs> paddy wagon and dropped us off. And they had told us that, you know, tell all the English speaking pilgrims that, you know, they're like six kilometers or I think they meant, I don't know what they meant, but they said, the number six and we assumed miles uh-huh. that there's that we were to tell them you're six miles from their destination or something. <laughs> so, but, um, so we started doing this to all the English speaking pilgrims very proudly, like only six more miles. <laughs> you're doing great. And like every time that we did, like 
tears, anger, rage. <laughs> they were like, what? Six more miles? Like we so far. <laughs> so far. We're like, we're, we've been on this. We've been hiking for hours. <laughs> and so we, we're like, gosh, maybe we should like check. So then we like somehow were able to speak to some of the Spanish speaking volunteers. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, it's like six minutes. Like, <laughs> like, like that's like, oh. Meanwhile, six, six miles. I know. We totally scrambled the eggs of all these good pilgrims. But actually, um, for them to respond, ultimately, yes. Um, for us to comfort each other in, in the yes that they had embraced. But drawing closer, mm-hmm. um, it's exciting. It's dynamic. Mm-hmm. And in this season where we're talking about the beauty of the human person, uh, kind of dropping in here to speak about the beauty of drawing closer to God and mm-hmm. how ultimately this is what, yes, makes our lives so beautiful and enriches our lives and fills our lives with the beauty of God. Mm-hmm. And this is a beauty he intends and an invitation that never ceases yep. to draw closer. And ultimately it's what we all want, right? There it's what it we're is. yearning for. There it is, sister. Yeah. Whoa. Well, should uh, we start with a prayer? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you, we praise you for this gift of life, for the pilgrimage of life, and we ask just for that special grace in our joys, and our sorrows, and our trials, and our struggles, in our ups and downs of today, uh, that we look to you, that we avail ourselves to being drawn closer to you, as we know that's what you're going to be seeking to do in all events and circumstances, is drawing us closer to you uh, into a oneness uh, of life in and through the grace of your Holy Spirit, the gift of your Son, Jesus, uh, your call to us as your beloved sons and daughters. So we ask for the courage, uh, for the openness, for the docility to welcome uh, your initiative of grace. And we simply pray for the the good prayers of our Blessed Mothers, we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Grace, pray for us. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Sister, this is so awesome to talk about, because it's like, I, yeah, just even traveling this year, doing some speaking events and stuff. And one thing that keeps kind of coming up is this desire, sister, how do I get closer to God? Mm. How do I draw closer to God? Like, I want this, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, it's yeah, it's like the cry of the human heart. Like we know, we know kind of deep down what we're made for, who we're made for, yeah, the terrible. love we're made for. And it's like, we can feel our own weakness, but it's like, how, yeah, how do we, how do we draw closer to God? Amen. Love the question. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to back us up 40,000 feet and back us up, to a beautiful book that I think gets us mm-hmm. um, stepping onto the right side of the pavement, so mm. to speak. Awesome. Um, but actually, there's a book that just recently came out, and we might have mentioned it, but uh, maybe only in passing. And I just want to bring a treasure forth from a book called God is Beauty. And it's actually a retreat on the gospel and art that was given um, by John Paul II. But mm-hmm. this is actually the retreat conferences that he gave even before he was Pope. Mm-hmm. Um, this is back in the, the 60s. And he gave this retreat on Holy Week to artists. Mm-hmm. And basically, I mean, it's totally consistent uh, with his human anthropology. And actually you can see 
all of the the diamonds uh, mm-hmm. that he places in and through this these texts that um, you see expanded in mm-hmm. and through his theology of the body that he gave throughout his uh, papacy. But he has a beautiful meditation. And again, we've alluded to this before, but um, speaking to humanity as one's most valuable talent, so to speak, mm. right? Like, yes, an artist can have many gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, a person can have many gifts, right? And bringing beauty to life, bringing um, organization to life. Mm-hmm. You know, we have talents, so to speak. But that our greatest talent and what we need to back up into is our humanity. And basically, John Paul II drawing us into the, the deep value of the person. Mm. And so this is what he he says, and I'm going to just um, kind of paraphrase uh, from this book, and I highly recommend you read the whole thing. It's, it's so good. Excellent. Yeah, and there's awesome commentaries in that mm-hmm. um, back part of it, mm-hmm. like Christopher West and mm-hmm. a bunch of artists and thinkers. Mm-hmm. Really excellent. It's a treasure. Yeah. So John Paul II says this, why is humanity the greatest talent? Because God himself paid for our humanity. Mm. The price of God's payment weighs on our humanity Humanity has been redeemed. The value of a person, the value of the human being, in a certain sense, one could even say that God will not judge us for our works. God will judge us for the value of our humanity. Okay, so, but then he continues, and I'm paraphrasing, but basically this reality that the gospel is addressed entirely to the human person. Mm. Um, And at the heart of the gospel, we find the uncompromising insistence that the human person may not be treated just instrumentally. The human person may not be treated as if he or she were only needed for production or even needed to create culture, to create art. No, no function of the human person is more important than the person himself. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, sister. It's like the person um, is not a means to an end. Mm-hmm. We're an end in ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And no one can use a person um, Love is the only proper response to you, to Amen. me, right? And it's anything less than love actually is um, lies to us about our dignity. It's degrading, right? We're we're made for love, not use. And I think this is actually the this is kind of the point uh, on which our culture f- stands or falls. Actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you think of everything happening in our culture, you know, whatever fashion, music, movies, anything. This is the point. Um, actually, of, of, it's like the litmus test of of the good, the true, and the beautiful is is the human person being treated with love or use as a means to an end or an end in themselves. Amen, sister. It's like we can really pigeonhole ourselves. I think sometimes in life, uh, and I think especially when it comes to the question like, how do I draw closer to God? It's by backing up to consider this reality mm-hmm. of how important we are to God, mm-hmm. of our tremendous value, and the wholeness of what God wants to address, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to address a piece or part of us, and he doesn't want just a piece or part of us to come towards him. He wants our whole being, mm-hmm. our whole person, mm-hmm. to be drawn closer to him. And that's what he's going to be addressing. That's what he has addressed. His gospel addresses us mind, heart, soul, body, mm-hmm. the entirety of our persons. And that's what God wants to redeem, the entirety of our persons. And that's what we're called to cultivate, the entirety of our persons. And again, this is more than like a self-help book or you know, how to get fit in 40 days as much as you've made a noble <laughs> attempt through. Deuteronomy, what's it called? Deuteronomy 40? Yes. Deuteronomy 40. 
I did make a noble attempt. And you crushed it. I'm crushing it. I'm continuing because it's so awesome. It's awesome. Well, and here it here it is, right? Like to back up and say, how do I live life reverencing this reality in myself? Because mm-hmm. I think each of us, and it's up to each of us to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, am I going to live cultivating one talent or the other, or I'm going to live forth from the heart and seeking that my whole person be developed and cultivated and drawn Mm -hmm. in every moment closer to God. And that might sound like just a really like nunny, pious, you know, super, super hopeful statement, but actually it is the call that God extends to each of us unconditionally and without exception. Mm -hmm this call to intimacy, yeah. this call to union, this mm-hmm. call to closeness, mm-hmm. uh, and not just yesterday, not just a moment tomorrow, but always and mm-hmm. in every moment. And that is the invitation that he extends at every moment, and that is the reality for us to step into. Now, I just want to quote one of my favorite friends, mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers. I love him. We've talked about him before, but basically in one of his interviews with Charlie Rose back in the day, he mentioned that... Uh, something to the effect that the most important things in life are invisible, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so just because we can't see it uh, all the time uh, or perceive it mm-hmm. with our external senses uh, doesn't mean it's not there for us. And I think this is what we begin to step into through a life of faith, especially through a life of faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. And even to think about like when someone looks upon you, with kindness yeah. or love or reverence. It's like there's something profoundly deep that I know moves in my heart, mm-hmm. right? And it's invisible. Mm-hmm. No one can see it, so to speak. But there is something so powerfully operative um, beneath the surface, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, for us to make an appeal to that and to uh, an appeal to this, this call uh, as we consider how it is we draw closer to God, I think we have to start here. Yeah. It's so true. And as you're saying, and I absolutely love this, sister, what you said about our call to live as whole integrated persons mm-hmm. and actually, yeah, rooting ourselves in this um, this desire of God for us. Um, how do we draw closer to him is is allowing ourselves to be drawn by his desire for us, right? In the catechism, it says even, um, like, for example, our prayer of petition is a response to the plea of the living God. Wow. God pleads for our hearts, right? He begs for our hearts. Everything in, in scripture, um, everything given to us through the church, you know, even um, like Ten Commandments, all of that, like all of that is the Lord's uh, plea for us, plea for our hearts, him inviting us to his heart, you mm. know? Um, and and yeah, the, as you're speaking of, I just was struck by what you're saying about love and use and all of that is rooted in, the, in this reality. Mm. Um, but like even the Lord's reverence for us, you know, it's like, wow, if I can just but enter into that and that will change how I yeah, see myself, perceive life, see others. And, and even thinking of like, this is one one phrase from scripture I, I can always like rest in because it's like, wow, if I ever doubt that God is good or wanting to draw closer to me or, you know, I'm, mm. I'm afraid of God. I always, it's a very funny little passage and I don't even know what book of the Bible it's from, somewhere in the Old Testament. But it, it was a command to Moses that... um you shall not muzzle an ox while he is treading grain. Mm. I know that seems funny, but actually mm. if you think about it, why would you muzzle an ox while he's treading grain? It's so he can't eat any of the grain while he's mm. treading it. But God's commandment, or gave Moses that, like, don't do that. Let mm. the little ox eat the grain, you know, Amen. while he's treading. And it's like, 
if our God is so kind as to look at an ox <laughs> and let him have his afternoon snack, yeah, like you know what, I I want to draw close to him. Yes, you know I know I can. You know it's like I can trust that that yes. Lord. You yes, know? sister, that sister, makes sense. But it totally makes sense. Well, it's I think it's so important we remember it and call it to mind. It's like the good, generous, super abundantly, unsparingly loving us all the time at every moment. God. Mm-hmm. And and even in the sense making room for him because at the end of this quote unquote lesson of John Paul II that puts forth this reality that our greatest talent is our humanity, he makes an invitation as to how to cultivate it. And he says uh, this value um, of humanity, mm-hmm. of our humanity, mm-hmm. should speak to very many issues. It should speak to the need for an internal life, to the need to work on oneself. All of these needs, the need for an internal life, the need to work on oneself, cannot be substituted by anything. Hmm. We must find a time and a place for them in our lives. That is the hierarchy of values. And we agree to this hierarchy of values. It is not only godly, but it is also completely human. It is agreement. It is an agreement with the human person. Hmm. So to consider that, yes, um, Drawing closer to God mm-hmm. means uh, rooting ourselves more deeply in who we are, most mm-hmm. fundamentally, that we're actually moving into the depths of ourselves yeah. and who we are in God. And I think this brings me to kind of a second point of this invitation as we see it expressed mm-hmm. in the catechism. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing, amazing passage. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I am. It's amazing that we think You think so? You think so? <laughs> I can't wait. Is this CCC 2014? Oh my gosh. You guessed it. <laughs> You're right. Oh my gosh. What do we... Well, well, I and before I read it, because I'd love to read it, but just a shout out to one of our um, new chaplains and teachers. He teaches our postulants, mm-hmm. spiritual theology, Father Ignatius, mm-hmm. uh, Dominican, OP. And he he's like, um, I think he has a special charism of bringing... Um, mysticism back into like the common parlance and common understanding and like we're all called we're all called to this you know yes we're all called to this union with god and he just makes it accessible and awesome and fun we even wrote a song for him talking about (laughs) his favorite doctors of the church amen the little tagline goes mystical (laughs) (laughs) it's a special add-on anyway it was fun it was a fun song to sing (laughs) it was fun but yeah he's really kind of um yeah, lit a fire or helped mm-hmm. to light a fire mm-hmm. uh, in our hearts. But he talks about this passage mm-hmm. a lot. It's one of his favorites. And I just want to read it because it's, I think, also becoming one of ours. Catechism of the Catholic Church, 2014. Spiritual progress tends toward ever more intimate union with Christ. This union is called mystical because it participates in the mystery of Christ through the sacraments, the holy mysteries, and in him, in the mystery of the Holy Trinity. God calls us all to this intimate union with him, even if the special graces or extraordinary signs of the mystical life are granted only to some for the sake of manifesting the gratuitous gift given to all. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Pretty awesome. But yeah, like God calls us all to this intimate union with him. He calls Mm -hmm. us to draw closer. Mm -hmm. No, I love it, sister. And it is this universal invitation and this reality, and this speaks to our identity um, and our destiny, mm-hmm. uh, also our origin. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this communion with God, union with God. But the reality that we can live that 
today. Yeah. And the word mysticism, I know for me, kind of scared me. I'm like, that's for like a category of people that, you know, right. like St. John of the Cross or St. <laughs> Bernard. They're only like once every hundred years, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See visions, float, those kind of things. Right. Right. But, but actually know that every person mm-hmm. God desires to be close to mm-hmm. and to live a closeness with and to share the fullness of his life with and for us to experience his closeness to us mm-hmm. and this is the deep desire of the heart of god and this is what he's created us for and he's never going to miss an opportunity right ever actually right, right. it's will we step back and say gosh and i mean this is such a small example mm-hmm. but like asking for the grace to be aware of this invitation at every moment. And this is without becoming neurotic. So like, for example, I'm walking from the chapel down to the refectory, Mm -hmm. you know, from the bell rings and now it's time to go to to eat. How am I going to spend those 30 seconds as I walk towards the refectory? Am I going to think anxiously about what needs to be done or what hasn't been done? Or can I step back and say, Jesus, oh my gosh, thanks for being with me. Mm. Thanks for walking with me. You know, Father, make me aware of your presence. Make me aware of your invitation to love as we go to break bread together as a local community. Mm-hmm. You know, as we as sisters seek to build each other up, grow each other towards you. Um, what do you want to talk about, Father? Wow. Uh, Holy Spirit, what do you want to fill my heart with mm-hmm. so that I might share the gift of you at table, you know, as we as we share conversation? Or even when I sit down at my desk, uh, how do I approach my work? Am I using myself, actually? Mm-hmm. Am I exploiting my own gifts wow. and talents? Am I just, am I my own worst enemy and my own worst taskmaster? Am I saying, get it done and get it done fast? Mm-hmm. Or am I saying, Father, you're with me? Mm-hmm. You have an invitation out for me mm-hmm. right now. And I want to live working with dedication and concentration and focus, but aware of yeah. you and how you want to participate in this time with me. And and actually just little moments, literally this will, this can take five to 10 seconds of literally pulling back, can transform mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. can transform how I engage that time. And actually I would say my personal witness is you will work better, uh, more fruitfully, more freely, you will become, you will actually allow yourself to be cultivated and become more whole mm-hmm. through the process of life, through the process of work. And this is even in the struggles. Wow. This is even in the tough conversations. And that's especially there in the tough moments. Holy Spirit, what do you want to do here? Mm-hmm. This is a mess. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, I just screwed that up big time. <laughs> Where do we go now? <laughs> because <laughs> I need someone else to be driving uh, and driving us out of this this crazy place would which needs you and your new life. So, um, but it takes, I think, a person, no one can do this for us, mm-hmm. that, that we need to make that decision. Mm-hmm. And then it's a discipline, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, there's, a, there's, it's a, there's a humility to, to faith and to the mm-hmm. life of faith and the walk of faith. Like, mm-hmm. am I gonna make space mm-hmm. for him who is extending an, an invitation of love to me and for me at every moment? That's so awesome. It's it's almost like taking throughout the day, constantly taking the hand of God, which is always offered to us. And like, mm. I'm going to hold your hand, Lord, like lead me here. You Love know, that. the image is so beautiful, even of like the little kid holding his father's mm-hmm. hand or his mother's hand. It's like it melts you, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like that, like living in this posture of radical dependency 
and I'm not taking it on myself. I'm not treating myself like my worth comes from what I can achieve. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting it all on. It's not all on me to figure out. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you think in the scriptures, God didn't say, figure it all out on your own. Amen. Right? Um, he said, come to me. Amen. And actually, what you're saying, sister, it's like, it's like, I don't know, revolution of peace yeah. program, like yeah. <laughs> revolution of joy program. I don't know, but it's, it's actually so simple, but it's yeah. taking those seconds to be with him. Mm-hmm. And even too, sister, just to be real and honest that I think it's a huge journey and it's a courageous step in today's time and culture, you know, and mm-hmm. again, every culture has its blessings and its ills. And I think mm-hmm. that, yes, it's so easy to fall into a super fast pace and mm-hmm. just kind of go to the next thing and work at the pace of the instant and kind of get your newsfeed in 22 seconds. I mean, you can hold the world in your hand mm-hmm. today. And so, and, and amen, there's beauty and gifts and graces to that. Um, and to claim those mm-hmm. and to, to, to live as a citizen here on earth, but also of heaven mm-hmm. and claiming that citizenship uh, of heaven in the sense that, okay, as you were speaking, sister, living as children, willing to take the hand of the father mm-hmm. and, Children, right, as a child, if you've got dad's hand, Mm -hmm. even if you don't know where you're going, even if you don't know what the next step is, even if you're kind of unsure as to what he is leading you into, Mm -hmm. like you're surrounded by mystery, you're unfazed. You're having a great time. You're willing to follow and go because you've got dad's hand. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the invitation is being willing to step into the unknown with the Lord. And that that takes moxie because what? That means I'm not controlling right it means that i don't have an edge on every piece and part of life uh it means that i pull back a bit from planning and not in a reckless way or an imprudent way but Mm -hmm. that uh i surrender a bit Um, i let another uh capital a you know participate with me Mm -hmm. and that takes courage Mm -hmm. Uh, that takes surrender and trust and faith Mm -hmm. uh but It'll bless you. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we start even stepping into this just a little bit, mm-hmm. we find we're less haggard, we're less tired, mm-hmm. we're less frenzied, and we feel more like ourselves. Yeah. And, and it's we actually become more ourselves. Yeah. It's like letting him be everything. Yeah. You know, and so that actually, as you're saying, even in a practical sense, like, is that reflected in my schedule? Is it reflected in my life? You know, what are my priorities? Mm-hmm. Where where am I putting my primacy? Mm-hmm. Right. And as you often like to say, which I love, you know, it's like primacy on prayer. Yeah. Prayer comes first, you know, yep. and actually using all of the bumps and bruises of life, using them to not be obstacles, but actually platforms to prayer. That's awesome. Platforms to drawing closer, you know, so it's like actually we can. Uh, nothing yeah as you're saying nothing is wasted we can lean into the ache Mm. lean into the ache you know lean into the the experience of i can't Mm. it's like perfect awesome you can't like i I remember (laughs) this thing i was like i can't do it. it's like perfect jesus you have to do it leaning into that you know like our poverty our spiritual poverty is our treasure Mm -hmm. um and yeah letting him well and sister as you speak it kind of brings me into our third point Mm -hmm. here um because I think it naturally 
leads us to this life of prayer, mm-hmm. this interior life that John Paul II would call us to, mm-hmm. and giving that space and giving that some cred here mm-hmm. on the pilgrimage home, and as an important starting point to drawing closer to God, you mm-hmm. know, just a little bit more each day, mm-hmm. and that's that seems more feasible to me. And I know even speaking personally on the journey of mm-hmm. uh, the interior life or the life of prayer, because I think as sisters, yeah, we have a privilege, an incredible privilege of living a deep life of prayer. Mm-hmm. And if you would have told me where I would have gone and the ups and the downs and <laughs> the shifts and the depths and the mysteries that um, I've encountered in the last 15 years, I would have been like, I, I couldn't, I could not have uh, conceived it or believed it. Mm-hmm. But I guess what I want to say is that's okay. Um, that the life of prayer is like the life of pilgrimage. It's one day at a time and it's stepping mm-hmm. onto the road and letting God step onto that road with you wherever you are on that road mm-hmm. and not worrying about if you're ahead or behind. If you're with God, mm-hmm. you're fine. Mm-hmm. And actually letting him surprise you, letting him actually lead you, mm-hmm. uh, being willing to let go and and receive you know our lady didn't say i'm gonna do this <laughs> <laughs> she said let it be let it be done all right let it be done it's a good distinction yeah yeah and and again i call myself out because a lot of times that's what i'm charging in okay mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna do this mm-hmm. i'm gonna go explore every galaxy in my heart um <laughs> no doubt there are galaxies in my heart and in yours mm-hmm. but i'm gonna let the father show me around mm-hmm. i'm gonna let jesus show me around and uh and it's beautiful and it's ups and it's downs and and it's humbling and it's real and it's wonderful uh you know it's it's everything that you would want to find in an epic of love mm-hmm. uh, and one that had quality depth and maturity and sincerity so i don't know uh just being real on the epic adventure uh of prayer and just get on the road you know, the stream's flowing. Like mm-hmm. his grace is, is moving mm-hmm. towards you. Mm-hmm. Uh, his love is about you. Mm-hmm. And it's just, just, just jump in. Yeah. Uh, and be willing to jump in, take a risk, be vulnerable. Yeah. Because uh, honestly, that's 99% of it, as is any relationship. Mm-hmm. And to let yourself be loved and your vulnerability by the Lord. And I mean, I think even for me, that was, I mean, that's just the huge part of even, yeah, the journey of prayer. Like, and yeah, the church, you know, gives kind of inter- the tradition of the church there's like the three kind of like purgative way illuminative way unitive way like this kind of natural or i guess supernatural i don't know growth process of mm-hmm. of the prayer life of mm-hmm. the spiritual life which like like our our physical bodies right there's a natural growth process and so it's like i think we've all experienced that right the purgative mm-hmm. way it's kind of like you're kind of leaving behind sin or habits of sin life of sin letting the lord kind of purify you and it can be sometimes painful difficult but letting him purify you uh, in different ways and then it's like um kind of letting yourself be carried into this illuminative way where it's like more lights more understanding more feeling of closeness to the lord you know really beautiful and then the lord you know each i mean on his own path but leading ideally the person into a union right which is more simple more Mm -hmm. intimate closer Mm -hmm. um yeah less complicated and and but but actual like um, union with the Lord, yeah, which oneness. is what oneness, which we're we're all called to actually, mm-hmm. and so, and I think during our lives, we're sometimes we have like a foot, you know, one camp and a foot in the other camp, and like a hand in the other camp, you know, it's like <laughs> it's like Twister, like you're just yeah. kind of all, all over the That's sp- funny spiritual life, but 
but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And actually it's like, be, be where you are. Let the Lord um, speak to you there. And it's, yeah, like, like my own journey, like, yeah, points in which I was like, I can't pray. Mm-hmm. And actually that's the first point. That's the first step of prayer. I can't do it. Jesus, you pray in me. Awesome. You know, and, and, or, or dryness or discouragement or, or, you know, um, sleepiness, you know, like all of those things. Okay, Lord, how are you going to work in this? How are you going to, how can I, you know, draw closer to you in this? Mm-hmm. Um, and to not, not, to not give up basically. I think we can all hit, hit a point where we want to give up when we hit these difficult points. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Tell the Lord how hard it is. Let him carry you through it. That's it. Um, and then, and then what happens? It's like, and we're all, we're still all growing, but it's like how realizing how, as you're saying, he uses everything for us. Yeah, sister. Everything is meant to be an encounter with him. And it's like moving from a place of, I have to figure it out to Lord, you are doing it. Yeah, sister. Um, and so, yeah, just, I think even in the book we mentioned, God is beauty. John Paul II talks about how we can kind of sometimes feel, and I, I know myself, I really experienced this, like this feeling of kind of rigid in my prayer life. Like I want to do it right. I want to say mm-hmm. the right words, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't want to mess it up. It's kind of formal. And as time goes on and letting, letting the Lord's love kind of melt us, his mm. beauty soften our hearts and realizing like, oh, yeah, I can be myself with him, you know, Amen. like, and yeah, it's not, it's not this weird pressure that I was putting on myself. Amen. It's like, oh, just let, yeah, I can just sit down. Amen. <laughs> Sister, that's beautiful. Yeah. And that simple being mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and how content we are. Mm-hmm and fulfilled we are mm-hmm. in the simplicity of just being with yeah and being set free to be with yeah god as he wants to be with us yeah wow sister i could talk about this all day <laughs> uh but again just tasting the beauty the beauty of being human is the beauty of being called to union to mm-hmm. oneness to closeness with god god himself mm-hmm. and that is real and it is awesome and it takes a lifetime to realize. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, before we go, do you have any challenges about how to get on the road and just just be present, show up for this truth? I would say, I just want to say it's for you. It's for you. Mm-hmm. And I guess I, would, I know we've encouraged this before in other times, but uh, you know, as we're talking about kind of making points throughout our day just to like be with the Lord, to let those 30 seconds here and 30 seconds there, like be a moment to encounter him. And I, I want to encourage you to do that and me to do that. Um, but the catechism also says too, like um, it's so important actually to set aside particular times of prayer each day. Cause if we don't do that, then we won't actually, we won't have anything to kind of root us and ground us in all these other um, little moments of, of, of sweet prayer time, you know, that the Lord wants to give us. So I would say just if, if you haven't already, or if you have renew your commitment to daily prayer, Amen. Pick a time, pick a place, um, stick to it, Amen. Um, and let that be your anchor. And then let that kind of generate all these other moments of encountering Him throughout the day. Amen. So, yeah, that's beautiful, sister. Mm-hmm. What about you? Before we go, I think just simply, um, I think often this invitation, and I know even in my own experience, it's like, what? Like, really? Like, really? God wants to draw close to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like with all my bumps and bruises and with all my weaknesses and you know, all the things I love and don't love Mm -hmm. necessarily or thrilled about, about myself, you know, um, to acknowledge these, right. And, and abandon them and trust them to the Lord. Like, Hey Lord, this is what I think, but what do you think? Nice. Uh, and as you listen to him to move from the mind to the heart, Mm -hmm. um, because I think when we pull back and rest in our hearts, uh, he has access. That's where he wants to speak to us. And 
all those voices and noises that would distract us from receiving this truth and reality uh, can, in a sense, be uh, bypassed and quieted as, uh, as we simply rest in our hearts. And in our hearts, yeah, I think you'll quickly find this resonance uh, with this truth. We know this is true. Mm-hmm. We know there is someone who loves us. We know there is someone who's about us. And all of us, the best thing we can do in the Christian life is receiving that truth more mm-hmm. deeply. Mm-hmm. And so availing yourself, taking courage to receive mm-hmm. that truth, which, yeah, I think takes courage sometimes, yeah. uh, but to move from the mind to the heart. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Let the Lord's love just consume it all. Amen. You want to close this with a prayer, sister? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Lord, we praise you. We bless you. Thank you for calling us to yourself. Thank you for calling us to union. Right now, Lord, we give you permission. We give you permission in our lives. Uh, draw us to yourself. Uh, cast out any fear in our hearts. We give you glory, Jesus, as we pray. Glory be to the Father, to the, the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Good to be with you. See you next time. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.